Good afternoon. Hi, this is Caleb Arnd with the Walk with God podcast and YouTube channel. I want to say welcome. Thank you for joining me today. Today is the 2nd of February, 2020. It's also the day where we are going to read from Psalm 27. We're going to read from Exodus chapter 15 through 17, verse 7. We're going to read from Proverbs chapter 6, verses 20 through 26, and Matthew 22, verses 1 through 33. Today I'm going to read off of the screen a little bit and uh, do something a little bit different. But uh, So hopefully that will be a little bit more enjoyable for you. For those listening on the podcast, it probably won't seem uh, much different, but we'll see. You can let me know in the comments below or through the, the email. Uh, we're going to jump right into our reading today right after a word of prayer. So if you are with me today, please join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, please bless this time that we have together. Please help us to grow in your word and in your truth. Please speak to us through your word and through your message. Please open our hearts and our minds to receive your message today. And please help us to to learn what you have for us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, we're going to jump right into it. Psalm 27. Verses 1 through 6. A Psalm of David. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me, he shall set me up upon a rock. And now shall mine head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Amen. We see that David is calling upon the Lord. He's ensuring, encouraging himself with the assurance of the Lord that he is his light and his salvation, and that he will sing praises unto the Lord because of that. Because in those times of trial, in those times of trouble, the Lord hid him and set him upon a rock, a sure and strong foundation. Turn with me, if you have your Bibles, to Exodus chapter 15 today. Exodus chapter 15, we're going to read from verses 19 through uh, chapter 17, verse 7. For the horse of Pharaoh went in with his chariots and with his horsemen into the sea, and the Lord brought again the waters of the sea upon them. But the children of Israel went on dry land in the midst of the sea. And Miriam the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a timbrel in her hand, and all the women went after her with timbrels and dances. And Miriam answered them, Sing ye to the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The rider, the the horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea, and they went out into the wilderness of Shur, and they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. And when they came to Marah, they could not drink of the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. Therefore the name of it was called Marah. And the people murmured against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? And he cried unto the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree, which, when he had cast it into the waters, the waters were made sweet. There he made for them a statute and an ordinance, and there he proved them. 
and said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and wilt do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. And they came to Elam, where were twelve wells of water, and threescore and ten palm trees, and they encamped there by the waters. And they took their journey from Elim, and all the congregation of the children of Israel came unto the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elim and Sinai, on the fifteenth day of the second month after their departing out of the land of Egypt. And the whole congregation of the children of Israel murmured against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. And the children of Israel said unto them, Would to God we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the flesh pots, and when we did eat bread to the full. For ye have brought us forth into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then said the Lord unto Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain rate every day that I may prove them, whether they will walk in my law or no. And it shall come to pass that on the sixth day they shall prepare that which they bring in, and it shall be twice as much as they gather daily. And Moses and Aaron said unto all the children of Israel, At even, then ye shall know that the Lord hath brought you out from the land of Egypt. And in the morning, then ye shall see the glory of the Lord, for that he heareth your murmurings against the Lord. And what are we that ye murmur against us? And Moses said, This shall be, when the Lord shall give you in the evening flesh to eat, and in the morning bread to the full, for, the, for that the Lord heareth your murmurings, which ye murmur against him. And what are we? Your murmurings are not against us, but against the Lord. And Moses spake unto Aaron, Say unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, Come near before the Lord, for he hath heard your murmurings. And it came to pass, as Aaron spake unto the whole congregation of the children of Israel, that they looked toward the wilderness, and behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel. Speak unto them, saying, At even ye shall eat flesh, and in the morning ye shall be filled with bread, and ye shall know that I am the Lord your God. And it came to pass that at even the quails came up and covered the camp, and in the morning the dew lay round about the host. And when the dew that lay was gone up, behold, upon the face of the wilderness there lay a small round thing, as small as the hoarfrost on the ground. And when the children of Israel saw it, they said one to another, It is manna, for they wist not what it was. And Moses said unto them, This is the bread which the Lord hath given you to eat. This is the thing which the Lord hath commanded. Gather of it every man according to his eating, and omer for every man according to the number of your persons. Take ye every man for them which are in his tents." And the children of Israel did so, and gathered, some more, some less. And when they did meet it with an omer, he that gathered much had nothing over, and he that gathered little had no lack. They gathered every man according to his eating. And Moses said, Let no man leave of it till the morning. Notwithstanding, they hearkened not unto Moses, but some of them left, it, left of it until the morning, and it bred worms and stank. And Moses was wroth with them, and they gathered it every morning, every man according to his eating. And when the sun waxed hot, it melted. And it came to pass that on the sixth day they gathered twice as much bread, two omers for one man. And all the rulers of the congregation came and told Moses. And he said unto them, 
This is that which the Lord hath said, Tomorrow is the rest of the holy Sabbath unto the Lord. Bake that which you will break today, and seethe that that you will seethe, and that will, which remaineth over lay up for you to be kept until the morning. And they laid it up till the morning as Moses bade, and it did not stink, neither were, was there any worm therein. And Moses said, Eat that today, for today is a Sabbath unto the Lord. Today ye shall not find it in the field. Six days ye shall gather, but on the seventh day, which is the Sabbath, in it there shall be none. And it came to pass that there went out some of the people on the seventh day for to gather, and they found none. And the Lord said unto Moses, How long refuse ye to keep my commandments and my laws? See for that the Lord hath given you the Sabbath. Therefore he giveth you on the sixth day the bread of two days. Abide ye every man in his place. Let no man go out of his place on the seventh day. So the people rested on the seventh day. And the house of Israel called the name thereof manna, and it was like coriander seed, white, and the taste of it was like wafers made with honey. And Moses said, This is the thing which the Lord commandeth. Fill an omer of it to be kept for your generations, that they may see the bread wherewith I fed, have fed you in the wilderness, when I brought you forth from the land of Egypt. And Moses said unto Aaron, Take a pot, and put an omer full of manna therein, and lay it up before the Lord, to be kept for your generations. As the Lord commanded Moses, so Aaron laid it up before the testimony to be kept. And the children of Israel did eat manna forty years until they came to a land inhabited it. They did eat manna until they came unto the borders of the land of Canaan. Now an omer is the tenth part of an ephah. And all the congregation of the children of Israel journeyed from the wilderness of sin after their journeys according to the commandment of the Lord and pitched in Rephidim. And there was no water for the people to drink. Wherefore the people did chide with Moses and said, Give us water that we may drink. And Moses said unto them, why chide ye with me? Wherefore do you tempt the Lord? And the people thirsted therefore water. And the people murmured against Moses and said, Wherefore is this, that thou hast brought us up out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our cattle with thirst? And Moses cried unto the Lord, saying, What shall I do unto this people? They be almost ready to stone me. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go on before the people and take with thee of the elders of Israel, and thy rod, wherewith thou smotest the river, take in thy hand, and go. Behold, I will stand before thee there upon the rock in Horeb, and thou shalt smite the rock, and there shall come water out of it, that the people may drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. And he called the name of the place Massah and Meribah, because of the chiding of the children of Israel, and because they tempted the Lord, saying, Is the Lord among us, or not? Here we see that the people of Israel, the children of Israel, they come, they just come out of the land of Egypt, and they are just coming out from the Red Sea, and the Lord destroys all the armies and all the chariots of Pharaoh in the sea, and they are leaving, and so they walk into this wilderness. They've just seen the miracle of God delivering them from the Egyptians, and they get to a certain place in the land, and then they start complaining. They start murmuring right away. They, they're they complaining, 
why'd you bring us out here? Why are you bringing us out here just to kill us in the wilderness, just to make us die of thirst and uh, dehydration? Why are you bringing us out here to kill us by hunger and to starve us to death? And so the Lord provides and he um, provides water for them and uh, sweetens the waters of Mara so that they can actually drink of the waters. Then he provides manna and he provides quail. And then when they get to the uh, Meribah, he provides water again out of a rock. And the, um, according to, I think it was the journey through the Bible or through the Bible, and according to some of the, the commentators and um, people that have studied this, with the 600,000 men and accounting at least... Um, accounting that each man having uh, an average of a wife and a, an average of two to three kids, this is almost about two million people that are traveling here through this wilderness, come to this rock, and the Lord provides water for all of them. There would have been about 10 to 12 million gallons of water for them, all their wives, all their children, and all of their livestock as well. This is not just a trickle of water. This is a huge gushing fountain and stream of water that's constantly flowing to provide for all these people. And it's just an amazing miracle what the Lord is providing for them in this wilderness so that they can survive. And, uh, but it's also recording that they tempted the Lord saying, is the Lord among us or not? And constantly, every time he com they complain, every time they call upon the Lord, every time Moses calls upon the Lord to provide for the Israelites, the Lord provides for them. Now, turn with me, if you will, to Proverbs chapter 6. Proverbs chapter 6, verses 20 through 26, we're going to read there. And it says, My son, keep thy father's commandment, and forsake not the law of thy mother. Bind them continually upon thine heart, and tie them about thy neck. When thou goest, it shall lead thee. When thou sleepest, it shall keep thee. And when thou awakest, it shall talk with thee. For the commandment is a lamp. And the law is light, and reproofs of instruction are the way of life, to keep thee from the evil woman, from the flattery of the tongue of a strange woman. Lust not after her beauty in thine heart, neither let her take thee with her eyelids. For by means of a whorish woman a man is brought to a piece of bread, and the adulteress will hunt for the precious life. Here we see a, the instruction of a father to his son, saying, My son, my dear son, the son of my, uh, my bowels, and the son of your mother, forsake not the law of thy mother, for keep my commandments, bind them upon your heart, uh, write them in your heart, write them in your mind, keep them in your mind, tie them about your neck. If you need to, write them on your hands or on your neck, wherever you can keep them. When you go, it shall keep thee, it shall lead thee, it will keep you when you sleep, it'll keep you safe, it'll keep you peace, uh, give you peaceful sleep and assurance. When it, you awake, it will talk with thee, it'll, it will give you counsel and wisdom. For the commandment is a light, and the law is light, and the commandment is a lamp, and reproofs of instruction are the way of life. They will guide you in the way of life to keep thee from the evil woman, to, to guide you, to instruct you that the evil woman, the woman that flatters you and that tries to capture you with her beauty, she brings you to a piece of, piece of bread. She brings you to poverty, where the only thing that you have left in this life is just barely pieces of bread, and the adulteress will hunt for the precious life to take that substance from you and to take that livelihood from you. 
and to destroy your life. Don't go after her. Don't lust after her and her beauty. Neither let her take you with her eyelids. For by means of a whorish woman, a man is brought to a piece of bread. So don't be tricked. Don't be, uh, don't fall into those snares and those traps. Now, if you turn with me to Matthew 22 today, we're going to read Matthew chapter 22, verses 1 through 33. And Jesus answered and spake unto them again by parables and said, The kingdom of heaven is like unto a certain king, which made a marriage for his son and sent forth his servants to call them that were bidden to the wedding, and they would not come. Again he sent forth other servants, saying, Tell them which are bidden, Behold, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen and my fatlings are killed, and all things are ready. Come unto the marriage. But they made light of it, and went their ways, one to his farm, another to his merchandise, and the remnant took his servants, and entreated them spitefully, and slew them. But when the king heard thereof, he was wroth, and he sent forth his armies, and destroyed those murderers, and burned up their city. Then saith he to his servants, The wedding is ready, but they which were bidden were not worthy. Go ye therefore into the highways, and as many as ye shall find, bid to the marriage. So those servants went out into the highways, and gathered together all as many as they found, both good and bad, and the wedding was furnished with guests." And when the king came in to see the guests, he saw there a man which had not on a, a wedding garment. And he saith unto him, Friend, how camest thou in hither, not having a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then said the king to the servants, Bind him hand and foot, and take him away, and cast him into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. Then went the Pharisees, and took counsel how they might entangle him in his talk. And they sent out unto him their disciples with the Herodians, saying, Master, we know that thou art true, and teachest the way of God in truth. Neither carest thou for any man, for thou regardest not the person of man. Tell us, therefore, what thinkest thou? Is it lawful to give tribute unto Caesar, or not? But Jesus perceived their wickedness, and he said, Why tempt ye me, ye hypocrites? Show me the tribute money. And they brought unto him a penny. And he saith unto them, Whose is this image and superscription? They say unto him, Caesar's. Then saith he unto them, Render therefore unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's, and unto God the things that are God's. When they had heard these words, they marveled, and left him, and went their way. The same day came to him the Sadducees, which say there is no resurrection, and asked him, saying, Master, Moses said, If a man die, having no children, his brother shall marry his wife, and raise up seed unto his brother. Now there were with us seven brethren, and the first, when he had married a wife, deceased, and having no issue, left his wife unto his brother, likewise the second also, and the third unto the seventh. And last of all, the woman died also. Therefore, in the resurrection, whose wife shall she be of the seven? For they all had her. Jesus answered and said unto them, Ye do err not knowing the scriptures nor the power of god for in the re <coughs> excuse me <coughs> pardon me for in the resurrection they neither marry nor are given in marriage but <coughs> but are as the angels of god in heaven but as touching the resurrection of the dead have ye not read that which was spoken unto you by god saying i am the god of abraham and the god of isaac and the god of jacob God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. And when the multitude heard this, they were astonished at his doctrine. 
So we have a couple of different things that Jesus is teaching his disciples and teaching people that are coming to him today, asking him these questions. And he spoke by a parable, and the first parable he used was talking about the kingdom of heaven, which is like a, a certain king which had a marriage for his son. And when Jesus came first into this world, he first said that he came to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, the house of Jerusalem, the house of Judah. And so his first uh, approach and his first arrival in this world, he first came to the nation of Israel. But the nation of Israel rejected the Lord God. He reject, They rejected their officials, their priests, their high priests, their kings. They rejected the Messiah. And just like... Um, in this, it says in verse twenty, in first, uh, sorry, verse twenty-two, five and six, they made light of it and went their ways, one to his farm, another to his merchandise, and the remnant took his servants and entreated them spitefully and slew them, and uh, possibly referring to how the nation of Israel and so and some of the officials and some of the wicked kings slew some of the prophets that the Lord had sent to them earlier in the nation's history. And so then the wedding um, the wedding servants came out and went into the highways, and as many as they found, they bid them to the marriage. So the servants went out and gathered together all as many as they found, both bad and good. <clears throat> when the king came to see those guests, they saw that there was a man with a not with a wedding garment. And, uh, speaking kind of like we talked about yesterday in John chapter one, we'll see that he that receives Jesus Christ is saved already, but he that rejects Jesus Christ and does not uh, receive him is condemned already. And so the difference being those that receive or reject the Lord Jesus Christ and, and the Messiah. And so we see that if you receive the Lord Jesus Christ, you are saved. And we'll also be there at the wedding feast. And then we also have Jesus answering some questions. Is it lawful to give tribute unto Caesar? And he says, whose money is this? So if you have, if you have money, if you have quarters or something, whose money is that? It's um, the, the quarters that we have. I don't know if I have any quarters or coins in here. Um, but the money that we have... Here we go. Uh, here, here's a dollar. And uh, I hold up a dollar and it has George Washington on it. He's the first president of, of the United States of America. Whose money is that? Well, it's like George Washington's money. That's the United States' money. Um, and he says, give unto Caesar, give unto the government what is the government's, and give unto God what is God's. And so we have a, a commandment that... and. We have the wisdom, the advice, and the instruction, and uh, that's the right thing to do, that if you go to a local church, which you are supposed to go to, forsake ye, um, we are commanded not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together, but, and we are also uh, then instructed that we should tithe so that we will be even more blessable to God, and that opens the doors for God to bless us even more in this life, not directly financially, in like proportional response, but in much other ways that is more than God, uh, is more than we could even ask or think, and God will bless us more and more because all good things come from God. Now, we also have, uh, and so he, there's the instruction there. It says, uh, give unto Caesar what is Caesar's and give unto God what is God's. The, then they also ask him, <clears throat> testing him, trying to tempt him, uh, 
with the Sadducees who reject that there is a resurrection saying, whose man or whose, whose wife will, um, this woman, uh, for a wife that married one brother and then married all six of his other brothers, whose wife will she be in the resurrection? And he's saying, you, you're getting it all wrong. <laughs> you don't even, you're not even starting off on the right foot. So let, let's go back to the beginning. Um, from the beginning, they were uh, made man and female, and they were, um, when man joins his wife, they become one flesh. And what maneth, uh, what God joins to together, let not man put asunder. But in the resurrection, they are like the angels, are as the angels of heaven. Verse uh, 31, Matthew 22. But as touching the resurrection of the dead, have you not read, which is spoken of unto you by God, saying, I am the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob. God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. So in the resurrection, it will be the living. When the multitude heard this, they were astonished at his doctrine. And so, <coughs> excuse me, in the resurrection, <clears throat> we won't be married, but we'll be kind of like the angels of heaven, which are neither married nor are given in marriage. <clears throat> so that's the end of the teaching for today. I hope it's been a, a blessing to you and a, uh, a help to you. I know it's been a blessing to me. If you have any questions or comments, you can leave them in the comment boxes below. It's uh, And you can also email me at wwgcaleb at gmail.com. That's wwgcaleb at gmail.com. I'll be sure to look for those. God bless you and have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow for the next Walk With God podcast.